Hello and welcome back to Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir and today we're going to talk about how visual art can inspire your writing. Remember that literature in itself is an art form. Carefully chosen words can paint visuals on a page for the mind's entertainment or enlightenment. We writers have often inspired other visually oriented artists to create tangible objects based on these mental images we give them. Not only can this create a more fully realized piece of art, it also allows these artists to produce content that's based on their own interpretations of what we write. But what about doing things the other way around? What about using visual art as a prompt for written work? It's, used, it's been used that way as far back as the Greeks, who called it ekphrasis. Greeks were inspired by art, by the feelings it triggered, and even the process used to create it. Their art-inspired pieces of writing aimed to make the reader envision the object being described as if they were seeing it firsthand. Vision is our primary sense, and 70% of our sensory receptors in the body are in the eyes. So it's no wonder that what we see can dramatically affect us and our emotions. The Greeks considered ekphrasis important for developing written and perceptual skills, and contemporary writers have adopted the technique to improve their writing. In the case of poets, there are whole volumes of poetry that have their birth in visual art. Art's an effective trigger for your imagination and it can help you develop descriptive and thought-provoking writing. Studies have shown that doing art activates the area of the brain involved in deep contemplation and daydreaming. So even if you're not planning on writing about the artwork you're viewing, Looking at it can lull your brain into the right gear for creativity. This simple act is enough to inspire a train of thought that could ignite a spark of inspiration in your writing. If you're feeling some sort of block or if you just want to try something new, this is a great opportunity to see what kind of lies behind some of your rational thoughts. Art can unlock a lot of things that we don't think about as writers. As we sit down to our pens and our paper or our computers, we're thinking words. If you allow your other senses to enter into it, your writing can become that much richer. How many times have you tried to solve a problem or solve some sort of writing dilemma and the more you thought about it, the more frustrated you got. I know this happens all the time for me. I get focused on this one little thing. I'm not getting through this scene. I'm not projecting this character correctly. The words just aren't flowing. Of course you get frustrated then. But as soon as you start thinking about something else, you often can find a creative breakthrough. This is what they talk about when they say putting something on the back burner so another part of your brain can think about it while your, your conscious brain focuses on something different. Well, it's the same with looking at art. The trick is to find artwork that speaks to you specifically and encourages your mind to wander. Art can move you away from mundane day-to-day -day challenges and help you lose yourself in another world. 
It enables you to let go of your analytical thoughts and instead embrace creative ideas. And once you're in the zone, the thought shackles are off and your mind is open to reaching its full potential. Here's an example. Have you noticed that when you travel and you're strolling through a city or sitting at a sidewalk cafe watching the world go by, you'll have all your senses triggered. You'll get a sense of place, a sense of the environment from all those things. Months later, if you close your eyes or if you look at the photographs you took on your trip, you can be transported back to those locations and indeed back to the feelings you were experiencing when you were there. As soon as you look at a photograph or a painting, you have an immediate emotional response to specific aspects. Now, these could be tiny details, or they could be a block of color, or a shape, or a person. When that happens, ask yourself about that response. What questions can you pose to yourself to activate your senses? Start by focusing on those elements that initially grabbed your attention. They don't always trigger a coherent internal dialogue. We're not looking for that. Sometimes you'll just find it's a random collection of words or memories rushing past so quickly you can't grab hold of them. That's okay. These thoughts are fluid, so let them just rush by. You're going to pull something out of that stream. Because as soon as you try to hold on to a thought to analyze it, you're in danger of building a creative dam that's going to stop that flow. So embrace your emotional or sensory response to the art, rather than analyzing why you have a specific response. You see this sometimes in museum goers. You'll see people discussing a painting and saying, I wonder why I feel like that, or which is your favorite thing here? Instead of just sitting, in front of the art and drinking it in and seeing what you feel. Well, here are some ideas you can try. So, for example, pull out a print of the Mona Lisa, La Joconde, as we say in French. Gaze into her eyes and try to imagine what she's thinking. You can do that with any portrait, and it's really an interesting exercise. Or take an abstract work and mentally reassemble the shapes into something that is different or even something concrete. Or take one of your favorite photographs. I love the work of Douaneau, um, of Georges Brasset. Um, take some, a photograph that, that you love and improvise a scene of what's happening there, of what just happened there, of what might happen next there. Or just take a classical painting, one you think you know by heart, and write a poem based on the emotions that you feel from it. They say a picture's worth a thousand words, which as a writer I've always sort of rebelled against, but I think it's probably true. Challenge yourself to see how many of them you can fit into a story. You never know what ideas might be hidden in a visual work until you start looking for them. Now, I'm going to give you something practical. This isn't just a meditative um, exercise. Here's a three-step approach for using artwork to get you writing. So number one, first step. It's the first step that we do for any meditation or indeed many activities. Find a location where you can avoid as many distractions as possible. 
Once you're there, relax. Take a few deep breaths. We've done this in previous podcasts, so you know to take in a deep breath from the bottom of your lungs, filling up to the top, holding it, and then letting it go, emptying it out, making sure that your out breath takes longer than your in breath. Take another deep breath in and out. Get present to what you're about to do. And now, now gaze at the image. Just look, just feel. If your mind starts to drift, bring it back to focus on something inside the image that you're looking at. It can be the color, it can be the shape, it can be the person or the landscape, but come back to that focus. Just as when we're meditating and our mind wanders, we come back to our breathing. In this case, come back to the image, focus on elements in the image. That's the first step. The second step is really look at the image. Don't just scan it. Don't say, I've seen it before. I know what it has to say to me. Instead, absorb all the details. Look at the four corners of it. Look at the middle of it. Look at how one shape relates to another. You might immediately be drawn to some sort of focal point. And that's an excellent place to start to scan your emotions. Ask yourself why you were drawn to that point, why you were drawn to that area. Then move your gaze around the rest of the image and see how the different elements affect your senses or what emotions they might be triggering. This step can take as long as you need for it to. And the third step then is, of course, to start writing. That's where we always have to come back to as writers. During step two, it was essential to be as open as possible, to let your mind wander and rely on your emotional response to the art you're looking at, to push any desire to analyze or dissect your thoughts to the back of your mind. It takes practice, of course, but the more times you do it, the better you'll get at the process. And then you start writing. And what you write may be perfect. And what you write may be awful. It doesn't matter. Write what you were responding to. Write about the person in the image or the feeling you had looking at the image or the color of the sky or the shape of something. Write about any of it, write about all of it. Just start writing. Now, you'll notice during these three steps that you may only engage your brain for a few seconds before it wanders towards being analytic. We all tend to be analytic. We all tend to to think our way through things. And that's a problem-solving skill that we have developed over millennia because it helps us survive. But remember that artists aren't just about survival. So try to stay away from that analytic part of your brain. Every time that happens, bring yourself back into art. Um, One technique that's worked for me is to scan a picture, especially a picture I haven't seen before, and just observe the colors first. Um, Because colors are so abstract, at least to me as a non-visual artist, Um, They're so abstract that it 
they keep me from um, pushing into some thought about the image. So if I'm just looking at the color, then it keeps me in the moment. Oh, that's red. Oh, that's blue. Oh, that's aqua. I am totally in the moment. I am totally with my breath. I am totally with my um, relationship, in a sense, to the art that I'm looking at. And then after that, you can move out into more of it. At least that works for me. You can try it or not as you wish. But do something that keeps you in the moment and that keeps your thoughts from wandering too far away. And then finally, when you've gotten as much as you can from the artwork, or if it becomes too much of a battle to stay in the moment, this isn't supposed to be torture, then it's time to write. And it really doesn't matter if you're writing about the picture you've viewed or if that artwork just was a tool to get into the zone. It really doesn't matter. The whole point of this is for you to open up doors or windows or entryways into places in your writing practice, in your heart, in your soul, in your mind that you haven't been before, that haven't been challenged by the world as we see it, as we interact with it, that can only be challenged and invited through art. And the more that you experience visual art, whether it's a painting or a sculpture, um, the more you'll feel like this is something that is compatible with what you do as a writer. This visual exercise um, increases your creativity and makes you feel actually more creative. Have you, have you noticed that when you see something wonderful, if you watch a movie, for example, that's been really well done, or you hear a concert, or you watch a dancer, or you hear some music, things that are done exquisitely well challenge you, but inspire you too. I often find when I've been out experiencing some sort of art, I come back, I'm anxious to come back, I'm anxious to start writing. And it doesn't have to be about what you just saw. It just means that you've opened up that creativity inside and you're going to let it blossom. Try it. And I really challenge you to see how quickly you move past any creative writing blocks you might have had in the past. Visual art really can inspire your writing. I'm Jeanette de Beauvoir. I'd love to hear how it goes for you. And I'll be back here next time on Writing Muse and Writing Mentor. See you then.